And with that, welcome to another episode of Spacklegeist, everyone's favorite home improvement advice podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Matt. We want to thank you for joining us on this trip to your hometown hardware store. But for your ears, Jeff, the only reason I can do that uh, any more successfully is from muscle memory. Yeah, you just check out and the words spill out of yeah, your mouth. Yeah, it's a total fugue state and <laughs> hope leaning on the 32 successfully recorded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ones of these because it's now been, we went from uh, a weekly release schedule yep. to a week release schedule. <laughs> so it's that it's we, kind of quarterly, I think, at this point. We took about two months off and yep. when I say we, I mean me because I had a mental breakdown. Well, and then, yeah. Which is, uh, wait, hmm? what's that song? You can call me Al. <laughs> yep, that one's it. Uh, so fit. Mm. Mm. I might be having another one right now. Wow. <laughs> well, see you in two months, everyone. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, we we managed to release another one right at the beginning of December. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, I remember that one. It's a it's a catch and release. Wait, hang on. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Let me try that again. Right. Okay. If we stored a whole bunch of these up, right, it would be a cash and release. Ooh, eh? that's not bad. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh, some mental health issues on both sides of this workbench. Well, admittedly, ooh. I like that you call our table a workbench. <laughs> I was preserving the illusion, Matt. Anything? Well, yeah, illusion. It's a bench, not a table. Wait. Well, okay, let's get to all the rest of that here. I've, I've got a piece of PVC here I'm going to use it to make my point. Mm. Workbench. We all just take that word for granted, all right? We do. But when I say workbench, <laughs> when I say work, you say bench. When I say workbench, what comes to mind? Like, how? Like what are the dimensions? It's a table. Yeah. It, it's a table. It's I know, a table. Yeah. What the fuck? What else? Oh, wait, think of just otherwise a bench. Yeah, it's a seat. It's a sentence. <laughs> Think of just otherwise a bench. Uh huh. A bench is something you sit on. Like a bench is a a, a pew, basically. Yeah. Or a wide a wide a wide, a wide chair. It. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a it's a board. It's a plank. Yes. It's a. So is it more of a so work what? work table or a work bar? Since they tend to be a little taller. Yeah, like why the fuck do we call it a work, a work bench? sofa table? All right, everyone out there in Spackle Geistia, mm. did we ever? I feel like we did at one point, but I can't mm. remember it. Yeah. Spack- Spacklevania. Uh, everyone out there in Spacklevania, if you happen to track down the etymology of workbench and can figure out why the fuck we don't call it a work table or why wh- why this uppity bench thinks it can just like, oh, look, I'm some I'm something that people sit on. No, not anymore. I'm something people work on. Although if you're, you know what? Hang on. Oh, boy. Hang on. <laughs> so obviously working through some things. Yeah. Actively working through. This. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah this is yes. just this is just me time now. <laughs> Look, my therapist is asleep. Probably, this is your time. A workbench. Uh huh. I'm gonna put it to you that any any bench that you sit on and work through something mm. becomes a workbench. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not on a bench right now. I'm on a, you, I'm on right. a work chair. Right. A work chair at a work table. Yep. At a at a depression laptop with a with a panic microphone. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> That's my least favorite Irish drinking song. 
with a panic microphone in the door. In the bog. In the bog down in the valley. Yo. Yeah. You know, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was happening? What? We were saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's how far we made it this time. This got away from us. Maybe next time. Was, so, yeah, it's been a couple of months. You know how you walk into a hardware store and you're like, I've got one thing to get. And then they give you that free popcorn, and right. Jerry at the front starts talking to you. Right. And, and then there's the hardware store dog wandering around. you got to chase him for a little while. Every hardware store should have a hardware store dog. I don't disagree. It should. What kind of dog, though? In my mind, it is a overweight, elderly, golden retriever. Hmm. Interesting. And then if it's a little more plumbing-focused... It's an overweight elderly basset hound. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I was uh, stalling for time to try and come up with a pun uh, that would like somehow connect dog to any kind of hardware whatsoever, like a dog breed. Mm-hmm. I got, I got nothing. That's okay. So, husky, and that's a brand Husqvarna. at home. That's a, a husky is a is a store brand at Home Depot. I don't think Home Depot allows dogs. They do, actually. Do they really? Yeah. I take my dog in every time I go. And I get at least a couple people going like, they allow dogs in here? And I go, yeah. No one's ever stopped me. <laughs> that's that's different, though. The first, so, true story, uh, the first mm, 20 times I took my 16-pound Cairn Terrier in to Lowe's, he pooped on the floor. Well, that's that sounds like more of a political statement than yeah. anything. Anti-union. <laughs> Drop a load on you. Here's a, here's a load. So wait a minute. We were talking about. We were saying let's, hi. <laughs> let's follow. Let we were trying to say hi, but let's follow your statement through. Home Depot allows dogs. Yes. By not telling you not to bring them, which is not the same as allowing. And yeah, look, I'm pretty sure, like I've seen signs at least at Lowe's that said dogs welcome. Okay, we were talking about Home Depot. You know they are two different places. Yeah, it's six of one. They're across from each other. That counts. They're, that means they're the same thing. That's why you and I are the same thing, Jeff, across from this work table. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really argue with you there. Okay, so you've seen signs that say what? Bring your dog? It's just a picture of a dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you saw a picture of a dog a once. Man, a man in a with with thin-rimmed spectacles, a black peacoat, and a bowler hat stopped me as I was going into Home Depot, and he said, you that boy, boy take a look at this and he showed me a picture of a dog and he said if you see it inside when you go into home depot bring me out it'll be worth your while oh see that's the that's the home depot goblin everybody it's it's arthur pugsworth there's the pun not the one i was looking for not the pun that you need but the pun you deserve so this is a home improvement advice podcast you know when you listen like you and i are podcast uh consumers Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and uh, take a, a show that has, like, a given premise, like uh, My secret, mur- my Favorite Murder, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Uh, the way that was introduced to me, and it's a wildly popular show that no one will ever, who has anything to do with that, will hear from us. Right. The way it was introduced to me as, like, a way to sell it, because the person who was telling me about it was like, you have to listen to this. Oh, sure. Said, uh, so they ramble on for a while in the first, like, 20 minutes, and then they get to the murder, so it's perfectly okay to skip to it. It just occurred to me that... What I had thought our our 
specific brand of charming why people tune in sure was to hear like hardware related humor and how we can take this format and make jokes about it uh and that for eight and a half minutes now we've mm-hmm. been talking i don't even know what happened <laughs> i mean we vaguely talked about 10 minutes tools. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. right yeah well so uh for the people that fast forward to the quality advice that we offer. 15 seconds ahead. <laughs> 15 seconds ahead. Dogs with 15 seconds ahead. And it's an Arthur Slug. 15 seconds ahead. My favorite Mert. 15 seconds ahead. <laughs> Damn it. So uh, we are a home advice. A home, impro- a home home advice mm-hmm. and improvement description. Great job. <sighs> we'll see you next time, folks. We gave it a shot. <laughs> We tried. We there was an tried. attempt. We are a home improvement advice podcast. There we go. Uh, for the first part of the show, we kind of, we've got a few segments. We check in with each other. Uh, then we take some listener questions and then we do some other segments as well. Uh, that's, I, mean, I mean, that's basically You kind of got it. Yeah. I mean, that's a, nobody's going to listen to this part. They're still fast forwarding, looking for 15 the questions. Seconds ahead. 15 seconds ahead. <laughs> I just got to get to that quality, unmissable advice that we offer on home Unmissable, inadmissible. Also true. Mm. Speaking of inadmissible, <laughs> segue. Uh, you, it, any longtime listeners will know that we, we very rarely make mistakes on this show. I, l- I genuinely forgot what our first segment was. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to be able to catch the correction for next week mm-hmm. as we're recording. <laughs> so uh, we very rarely make mistakes, but when we do, we, we own up to them. We, we recognize uh, where we screwed up. So uh, our correction for, it was a few episodes back, um, is technically... Since all matter is made of particles, we did provide plans for a particle accelerator. <laughs> but we do have to admit now uh, that what we provided might not have been, strictly speaking, what was requested. So, I mean, that's really on them for not writing the spec better, but... I'm sorry, were you looking for a new slogan for this podcast? <laughs> what we provided may not have been what was requested? Because I think you got it. So, uh, I mean, technically it was a particle accelerator. Also, if I may, border call it. That's good. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. That's, it was fucking boy, boy. Yeah, yeah. I was going to have to stop this podcast gotta, and have to. <laughs> and that's why nobody can skip ahead. Yeah. Because they're going to miss yep. what the fuck border call it means. Well. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, it's a call it that rounds up other animals. Other pieces. It's a collet that rounds up all other uh, collets. How would you describe it? It's a it, a, a band that goes around a shaft to tighten it. Get your a shaft tightener mm. is what you just described. Shut your mouth. Also, <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> oh boy. So Matt, collar. Ferrule. Flang. Am I saying these words right? What you working on, Jeff? Oh, that was... I uh, gotcha! Yeah, you, you took it and you flipped it. A little bit of judo on the workbench. Hmm. Well, Matt. 
if you were in oh my god a, <laughs> a home improvement court interesting go on would you say your honor may i approach the workbench actually no let's just throw that out if you're in regular court <laughs> <laughs> well technically it's a bench where the judge works yeah so why is it not a workbench your honor may i approach the workbench did yes but hang, hang on <laughs> did you just don't worry about it don't worry about it what you working on yeah what am i working on matt well it, it's interesting actually matt that you you mentioned courts uh because uh, in our extended break, our hiatus, our sabbatical, if you will, um, I've been watching a lot of movies in my downtime uh, while working on various projects around the house. Sure. Uh, and I don't know uh, about you, but I have a lot of trouble picking out things like between all of the movies available on like your your Netflix and your Hulu and your Red boxes. You know, I just I pick one and I watch it over and over again. No. Yep. No, I only watch movies once. No. Ever. Like I assume they just disappear after I watch them. <laughs> like, like Snapchat. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood Snapchat. Exactly. Who? Hollywood Square Snapchat. People Hollywood. are super into exclusivity and they want to be like, you know, I was there and I saw it. Mm-hmm. When that's actually hang on. That's in, in uh fear of missing out. FOMO. Mm-hmm. That there's genuinely money to be made here about like a one-time showing. Well, I it's kind of like the. I guess that's theater. <laughs> I just invented. Is, yeah, you you invented. <laughs> I just invented a limited run theater performance. You invented live well, theater. Never mind. <laughs> so <laughs> take take that ancient Greeks. I 100 percent thought I had a genius idea. Like how is this, Jeff? Like let's stop the podcast. Like. <laughs> I know one person in Hollywood. Let's call him and see if he can get us on the phone with someone because we can make a mint here. Matt, just because you know someone who lives near Hollywood does not mean you know someone in Hollywood. Hollywood. (laughs) Is it Hollywood, Florida again? No, it's just a place I call Hollywood. Got a lot of holly trees. What? You were saying something about Snapchat. I was not. You I was saying a lot something of movies, about uh, you're trying to see. But I'm trying to pick out a movie because I have a lot of trouble like deciding. Well, they say you can pick your nose, you can pick your friends' movies, but your movies can't pick your family. Is that what they say in Hollywood, Matt? <laughs> it is yeah. now. Well, they do. But you just didn't hear it because you weren't there. Congratulations, Mother I mi- FOMO. I missed. Whoa. Whoa, hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what is? Jesus Christ. I gotcha. It's been 15 minutes. Trying to decide on a movie. 15 seconds ahead. 15 <laughs> seconds ahead. Wait a minute. You still haven't picked a movie? It's exactly <laughs> that problem that I'm trying to solve. How are they still? How has he not picked? I'd just fucking watch a movie. Uh, so I needed a element of random chance uh, and like a mechanism that will pick a movie for me. So what I've done is I looked around... Uh, following following Christmas, uh, some of the presents I got, and I've just set up an elaborate system of dominoes and pulleys and, like, hot-wheeled cars uh, that kind of swing around and make decisions for me. Um, I'm going to call it the Rube Bader Goldberg machine. Your Honor, may I approach the workbench? 
I'll so allow I can, it. So I can throw you off of it. <laughs> there That's, are a couple of ways to go with the name, though. I'm still working on it. Yeah, a little like bit. The, the Rube Bader Ginsburg Goldberg. Rube Bader. Ruth, Ruth Goldberg machine. Mm. Yeah. So, like a... Darth Vader Ginsburg. That one always just picks out Rogue One on Netflix. It's, if I may, Rogue V. Wade. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. Hang on. <laughs> Rogue V. Wade. <laughs> <clears throat> well... I have dissented on our opinion. Pray that I do not <laughs> dissent further. <laughs> so, Matt, what you working on? Well, uh, it's the it's 2018. We made it. We did. No, I don't like that one at all. That I just came up with. I've been doing other things, but the it's real hard. You know, January is the bleakest month. It is. Uh, we are in the bleak midwinter. We are. Technically. Mm -hmm. uh, as the song says. That's um, an old what, Christmas song. What song? In the bleak midwinter. That's a song? Yeah, it's really depressing. It's a Christmas song? <laughs> yeah. Well, Christmas didn't used to be all Santa Claus and Coca-Cola. Um, by the way. Oh, God. Quick side note. <laughs> quick. Those polar bears. Uh, which ones? The Coca-Cola polar bears. Oh, okay, yes. We just accepted that Coca-Cola's ad campaign of like, hey, polar bears, they're cold. They represent cold. Uh, we're going to put a red scarf around them, and now it's Christmas. And here's a, 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 here's a Coca-Cola that we're right. going to give them. And apparently, the Coca-Cola slakes their all-consuming hunger to eat the flesh of the only other things that survive up there. Yeah. Which I I don't but whatever sure well like, I mean I, I think, drink when I get gassy I get it I'm full but it's not the same right I think it's they they probably give them the old formula Coke sure that had like cocaine and morphine yeah. and asbestos and in seal it. fat yeah yeah sure fine I'll accept that my suspension of disbelief does not continue oh no to this it's a gods must be crazy situation where in that movie a bush pilot drinks a Coca-Cola and tosses it out the window into an African tribe. They fight over it like 2001. Mm -hmm. uh, it becomes this new technology, and then they use it for digging and everything else, And but they think it's a gift from the gods. A, I don't know, call it like an icebreaker ship goes up there, dumps a, a crate of Coca-Cola bottles over the side. Mm -hmm. The bears find it, and they're sure. like, cool, we're going to do this. How in the fuck... Do polar bears open glass bottle Coca-Colas because it's not a twist-off? Have you... See, this this question doesn't even come up in my mind. Have you seen a polar bear? Yes, and I know how strong they are. What I'm saying is they wouldn't just open a bottle. They would destroy that glass bottle. Well, probably the first time they did. Oh. But they learned. Oh, no. They're that intelligent? Well, I mean... Look at the evidence in the commercials that we've seen. 
like they are working together. They are you social animals. Mm. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. We need to prepare. Whatever has happened, whatever formula of coke they have been feeding these polar bears is clearly changing their brain structure. This is a war of the planet of the apes, but for polar bears. Yes. You know what? All of a sudden, kind of glad we have global warming. Because I've seen those emaciated, oh, deathly, just sad, no fur on their thing, just plowing across the tundra, can't make it. Uh, hmm. Guess they switched to Diet Coke? Nope. You, you, are, you have to cut that. No. Hmm. Just no. Hmm. Well, Every, there's something about that. No. It's that National Geographic, like, Instagram video of it just, like, the slow plod. Like in the middle of, and it's not going to find anywhere. Anyway, Coca-Cola, you're on notice. <laughs> For? Answer how how polar bears open a Coke. So, Jeff, I've been working on. Uh, it's January 6th. Oh, that wasn't day. what you were working on no, 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 or yeah. through. That no, was no, just no, no. your quick side note. Yeah, a quick one. Yeah, quick. It's, it's the Feast of the Epiphany, hmm. which is the 12th day of Christmas. This is, this is true. It's January 6th. It's the, in the is litur- that today? Yeah, liturgical can- calendar. That's all of that. Which, for most people, means it's the last acceptable day to have their Christmas decorations up. Oh, I thought it was the last day you could sue Santa. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, so that I keep it up until then, and then I burn my Christmas tree, typically. Right. Which, as longtime listeners of this podcast will uh, recognize, a Christmas tree, a quick solution to a lot of your DIY problems. Got a rat in the attic? Burn a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Rat, rat gonna die. Rat is gonna die. Rat gonna die. You got a you got a Christmas tree. Burn it. Burn it. No more Christmas tree. What's gonna happen to your uh, that black mold you got? It's gonna get burned out. That's right. Look, pipes frozen. Burn a Christmas tree. You're you're skipping ahead to hardware. You're hard for. Well, that's true. Uh, the problem is when you take it all down. You take down the the tree and the decorations. That it there's a there's a a, a woe that that washes over. As the the warmth of the spirit of the season is gone for sure. me, uh, I've been looking for something to replace that that holiday sized cheer hole in my heart. I tried booze, mm. Mm, that didn't work. Really? Yeah, it just kept falling out. Uh, I tried wrapping up stuff I had already bought myself, mm. uh, but I ran out of wrapping paper uh, about well, like midway between the passenger seat. And the the thing, I started with my car. <laughs> yeah, and that might have been your first mistake. Well, I didn't. Where were you? <laughs> Six hours ago. Uh, I, did, I did notice that it was really hard to get anything out of your refrigerator, I thought. Well. I thought maybe it was a new insulation hand, technique. How but, do you know it's a refrigerator? Well, I was really excited when I opened it. I did not mean to ruin your surprise for yourself. I am sorry. Well, great. Merry Christmas. Now I'm a, now, great. Now I'm a starving polar bear. Uh, I ended up just piling all of my tools into a tree shape in the living room and putting a a Torx screwdriver at the top of it just because mm. it's star-shaped. Sure. So uh, I guess all projects are on hold right now until I can find something else that gives me that holiday cheer because if you touch one piece of that, no, yeah, it's going to fall. No, it does look dangerous. Yeah, it's like a, like a, the, what is it, hardware Jenga? Hand tool Jenga? Hmm. Hand tool Jenga sounds like a uh, like forward, 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 forward hand tool Jenga thing that all the parents in the neighborhood uh, tell each other about. This is the sex craze 
that the teens are up to now. Beware. Mm-hmm. I heard. I heard. I'm also pretty sure that it's a Bond villain. <laughs> well, that's why it's a big thing. I heard that that uh, teen name is spreading hand tool Jenga to all the other Whoa. all the other teen names. I literally can't pull one teen name right now. Caden. Is, that, is that a good one? I don't know. I've never met a teen. Han Solo, Tool Jenga. Jesus, what? <laughs> Hand Parenthood. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's close. Sure. It's got the Star Wars. Yeah. It's got the... Man. Remember when this podcast was easy? No. <laughs> Well, have, should uh, so, we go to listener questions? So wait a minute, back up. What were, you were working on finding something to fill the fill your tear hole. Mm-hmm. Is is I'm just repeating what you said. Okay. So, well, okay, Your Honor, looking for something to fill your tear hole. Mm-hmm. And tools seems to have worked a little, the, but not quite. The tool shaped tree hmm. not quite do it. Gotcha. Wait, uh, what did I say? Uh, oh boy. Oh, we were so close to moving on to questions, Matt. I'm just going to cap this off. Tool log. No, you nailed it. Right? Yeah. You got in. Tool tied. You got it in. No, see? You're stretching now. Tool time. <laughs> <laughs> see? You, you got it in 117. All roads lead to Tim Allen, who, like the polar bears, did a lot of coke. Huh. <laughs> and he ratted on all of his friends. That fuck. You're on notice! And everybody knows polar bears are... Total snitches. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt. Mm-hmm. You want to take some listener questions? Let's do it. I, I know that you usually take care of uh, this for us, which is good because I am miserable at keeping track of anything. Uh, but I actually have one here that uh, we, we rarely take a sort of – it's not on air. Well, it's on bench um, solicitation. But a question came in while recording. Wow. And it is from, uh, uh, what do we call him? Long-time listener, certain <laughs> frequent uh, question asker, friend of the pod? Acquaintance, Acquaintance? but legally distinct entity Distance of the podcast? Distance from the bench, Your Honor. David M. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh so boy. if you listen to the last one, uh, Jeff, you were working on... Um, you you seem to have known him in a yeah in a closer way yeah I was uh last the last podcast I was working on uh I believe the technical term is deprogramming because mm-hmm. he uh, had a Canadian fiance mm-hmm. built a barn oh. slash shed shed slash compound right where like, oh bunker bunker like it's look he he brought people to a cause. Mm-hmm. That very mm-hmm. believed in it, and you got sucked up in that. I did, like a shot back mm-hmm. of cults, <laughs> which is which is very different than the cult of shop facts, right? Uh, just, just mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but David M had a, a hold on you. Sure, I mean, look, like a I cult. want, I wanted to go to the moon. <laughs> All right, and he had some really interesting ideas mm-hmm. about getting to the moon. We gave him a little bit of advice on getting to the moon. 
And I just wanted to see some of our advice in action. And sure, it's I like mean, Joe, it's like going to look, the job site. Look, I'm I'm not going to backslide. I've been doing a lot of work on this, but m- maybe you should just hear him out, Matt. Backside of the moon. Question from David M. <clears throat> Brother Jeffrey, you left our flock before your betting ceremony with Sister Lydia. She was most upset, especially since it was during her fertile moon phase. You promised her a child and to raise in the faith of M. Can you please return at once? You are our our carpenter of the spheres, and your work on the new chapel is not yet complete. Also, if you think you'll be more than a couple of days before you return, can you at least let us know what voltage to keep on the bride cages? They're beginning to test their enclosures, and we fear some may try to escape much as you did. Thanks very much, David M. So I guess Jeff, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer this one to you. Well, there's a there's a lot going on there. Uh I'm I'm I've got a lot of conflicting emotions. Um which Do you uh, wanna start with bride cages? <laughs> I feel like I, I wanna start let's with bride get down cages. To the end. Um just I mean look, you 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 know what you're picturing here. It's Jurassic. the Velociraptor Jurassic. Yes, exactly. in Jurassic Park. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so uh, David, uh, David M., uh, I think uh, depending on how, nope, clever the girls are, no, uh, depending on how systematic they are, you could just uh, hook up a few more car batteries uh, just spread across Jeff, the chain link map. Jeff, when you were there, did they? Did could you hear this podcast when you were there, or is it only David M. that can hear it? Oh, it's played over the PA. Okay, so they can hear this then in, in a Jeff, constant loop. Jeff, is there a way that we can that we can tell them how to reverse the the polarity of the bride cages so that when he tries to approach, he'll get shocked and they can be free? Matt, how do you think cages work? I don't know, Jeff. I've never been in one. That is that is clearly a lie. Oh, oh, I've I've never been in a real one. I've been in metaphorical ones my entire life. Jeff, I'm trying to help them. Matt, Matt, picture a cage. Okay, it's a polar bear. What? No, you're picturing a polar bear. Picture a cage. Damn it. Okay, Ash, I gotta tell you, gotta be real honest. Yeah. It's just a it's a cage made of polar bears. See, that's your problem. You can't. Well, you can reverse the polarity of a. That's polar That's what bear. I'm talking about, Jeff. Come on, get on my level. But you can. But what? Polarity bear. Polarity bear. Listen, later seasons of Care Bears got really weird. (laughs) Just this fucking monstrous polar bear charged with electricity that comes in. Just like eat volts, (laughs) Lionheart. And the sleepy one has to, he just like incinerates. It's big trouble in little China where they just like, and then they're gone. So you have read some of David M's writings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, it's, I thought it was fanfic at first, but a lot of the things is making kind of sense. See? Yeah. So it's just a metal cage, Matt. So even mm-hmm. if you just flip the wires, it's still electrified. That's not, you can't reverse the polarity. No, you just, you, no, you just electrify the outside of it. How? How? Tell me how you think that would work. All metal has two sides: the light and the dark. No, you're thinking of and you're thinking of Star Wars again, nope. Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. Is electricity not a force? Eat shit, nerd. So 
picture a metal bar of a cage. What, what was your first resolution this year, by the way? Um, eat more pine nuts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's not what the record will show. Uh, I'm pretty sure my record will show that just because I chose to only share certain ones of them with you. That's oh. not my problem. Yeah. Oh, what I now? See. Okay. What now, polar bear? So, picture a metal rod. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Is it two-dimensional or three-dimensional? It's three-dimensional. Yeah, okay. That means it has a front and a back. Well. Oh, uh, uh, what do you got now, scientist? May I approach the bench? Because you just got owned. What does the bench have to do with getting owned? Just nothing, really. Okay. I just wanted just, to. Just checking. Just wanted to do that and. Just I thought I'd miss something. Yep. Carry on. Objection, you're. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, That's if I ever get arrested, it's gonna because it's gonna because it's gonna be because in court, like just at like the initial hearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have anything to say? For just yeah, I got something to say. Objection, you dick! Like, well, I hold the, I hold the this guy in contempt. Mm-hmm. Plaintiff, defendant, defendant. It's the judge Judy. So a rod has two sides. Dame Judge Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench, Judge Judy. Goldberg. You just electrify the one and not the other. Side mm-hmm. of a circle. Yeah. Jeff, how many degrees does a circle have? 360. Mm-hmm. Jeff, how many degrees do I have? Two, almost three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, circle I mean, has more, correct. <laughs> I feel like that one that you printed out, <laughs> that one doesn't count. It's just degree deodorant. That's all it is. So you just, you bifurcated it at 180 degrees. Yeah. And you go zero to 180. Uh-huh. Electrified. Okay. 181 to 360, not. Okay, but it's a circle. So what if you just twist it? Well, if they could twist it, they would have gotten out a long time ago. Because they would have reversed the polarity. How are you not getting this? So, ultimately, what you're getting at is what the brides, is that what he called them? Bride cage. Bride cages. So what 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 you're telling the brides starring, is really... Starring nope. uh, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Thank you. It's a really fun movie. It's, it's such a good movie. <laughs> uh, so what you're really Nathan telling them... a polar bear <laughs> in Miami. It's, out of, it's like a fish out of water situation. Like in Lost. Fish out of Wanda out of water. I think this is free association time now. Mostly, I'm just, I wanted to get away from the uncomfortableness of uh, not, the uncomfortableness of just sharing the fact that that, uh, a recurring character on this podcast has bride cages and that we're not doing anything about it. So I wanted to try and reach out to help them. Well, I think ultimately what you're getting at is, okay, so we've we've got two answers here. Answer number one is for David M. And that's just, you know, a few more car batteries and you'll be fine. Just car batteries, I, I, jumper I don't cables. I want to enable him anymore. But our answer to the brides who are listening over the PA, because it's very loud when they play the podcast, sure. is to just what what you're getting at is to just reconceptualize their worldview so that they are the ones outside the cage, and everything around them is mm. inside the cage, and that's the part that's electrified. Interesting. Interesting. No, what I'm literally saying is to reverse the polarity so that when he tries to open the cage, he gets electrified, 
and they can run free. Well, then all you got to do is just switch the jumper cables. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Asked and answered. Problem solved. It's like what was around. his other problem? Uh, when am I coming back? Carpenter um, of the Spheres, and your work on the new chapel is not yet complete. Well, no, it... I went a little over budget. <laughs> all right. Every Everyone who's ever done a DIY and home improvement project knows yep. you're going to go over budget and you're not going to get it done in time. Right. And you always have to make another trip to Home Depot. Where there's dogs. Where there are dogs. Where dogs are allowed. Mm-hmm. But there are no cats in Home Depot. There are no cats in Home Depot. Or America. And the streets are filled with cheese. That's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it was was I needed money and I needed more supplies to finish building the chapel. And David M. would not let me drive the van. Of course it's a van. Well, what else would it be? A truck, but bigger and with doors. You just described a van. Yeah, no. But it's... Would it not... By any other name, would it not be a suite? F-150, F-150. Wherefore art thou F-150? This episode's going so, long. Strap so, in. Have I answered everything? I'm I'm not allowed to come back. Uh, I'll have to talk to my therapist about getting some uh, getting some visitation time back in. And uh, now that now that Matt's been doing For a little Lydia? bit of huh? For sister Lydia? Well, maybe not Lydia. Like she little clingy for me. That's all I'm saying. That's how you want to throw this podcast out there. That's what the nope, that's, not at all. That this fake fiction that we're crafting. Of the entire universe of jokes you could make and personas you could take on, you want to go with a woman who is trapped in a bride cage is a little clingy? That's what you want to do? I hope the electric polar bears eat your fucking Coca-Cola face-off. Not, not, not comfortable. Let's, let's workshop that one. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> just panic. Uh, she... Mm-hmm. Said mm-hmm. that she likes guacamole. Ooh. That's a deal breaker for me. No, oh, there it is. Yeah, well, I get it. Uh, mm. I feel better about that one, actually. That's... Yeah, that's good. I had a... And do you, Brother Jeffrey, take Sister Lydia to be your Wait. lawfully wedded... Mm-hmm. What? Bride cage. No. I avocado. Oh. There it is. Wow. <laughs> that, was a, that was a meandering path to a... Oh, yeah. I got more... I got more unsurprising me- drop at the end. I got more meandering paths than Borges. There's a... One and a half people are going to like that. <clears throat> 100 years of solid don't. <laughs> 100 years of attitude. Jeff, what's our next question? The next question, Matt, comes to us from listener uh, Charlene. Also, that's Marquez. But... Was it really? Yeah. That's his middle name, though. Gabriel. Oh. Garcia. Marquez. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm talking about... Yeah. 100 Years of Solitude. Who were you Marquez. talking about? Marquez. Okay. I'm talking about Borges. Are you sure they're different people? Oh, my God. You want to go in? You want to go in the paint on 
on just keeping women down and not recognizing different not Latin American authors here. That's not what I. Jesus, Jeff. <clears throat> Jorge Luis Borges. His name rhymes with himself. Jorge Borges. Bahudores. Welcome, welcome, Christmas time. There, my Christmas cheer is back. I think all uh, it is is that I needed to listen to Jorge Luis Borges. I think you're thinking of the murderer from the Halloween movies. Michael Myers? I'm sure there's a great joke here that I just blew, but that's who I have. Jason Voorhees? That's Friday the 13th. How you doing, friend? I thought that was... Wait. Oh I thought that was Freddy Krueger. Oh, Nightmare that's on Elm Street. Elm Street. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So what? Great. I'm so it was a great all of this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All of this. I made one Borges joke, and this is where we got to? I feel like a fucking polar bear trying to open a Coca-Cola. Let's get to the listener questions, Jeff. What do you got for us? This question comes to us from listener Charlene. And the subject line of her email is maple syrup smell. And the email says, help, with an exclamation point. My bedroom smells like maple syrup. I don't know where it's coming from. I think maybe it's the heater. That's it. That's that's the end. What's her name? Charlene. 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 That's, you want to? I just wanted to do that. Okay. You got any advice about the maple syrup smell? She's in her bedroom. That is correct. Uh, yeah. A couple of questions. Nope, she wrote a question. No, I have a question. Yeah, that makes sense. As is always the case, we have more questions than answers about our listener question. So there's a, and this is, uh, as best I can remember, actual truth. Uh, it's it's not an epoxy, it's it's an adhesive or it's a coating uh, of something uh, in certain, um, like, flooring and, and surfaces, just kind of the surfaces that has a faint maple syrup smell to it hmm. uh, it's sort of like there's a cleaner that you can smell in like public restrooms that smells a little bit like fruity pebbles yeah yeah so there's that so i know that there's something like that she may be experiencing this i also know and only because maple is my favorite wood to work with mm-hmm. i grew up on maple street don't steal my banking password uh and i love me some flapjacks right that there is a genuine olfactory like hereditary condition sort of like how some people when they eat cilantro they taste soap yes there are some people who like whatever it is in the world they smell it's not like everything but there's a smell and it they're like there's a a a misdirection in the olfactory processor in the brain that makes it maple syrup smell so you think she's just smelling her dresser so she has a possibility of that. It's like a maple syrup disorder. Like, okay. Those are my first two options. There's a there's a coating and an adhesive. Right. Like a it's not a lacquer, but it's it's like a and it's not like a poly, but it's it's something like that where it's just it's a covering that gets used sometimes. So maybe she bought like a piece of furniture from Craigslist and it had that or you know, maybe she brought something home and, and, and unpacked it, and it's like a kind of preservative kind of thing. 
uh, or she has a maple maple syrup inherited disorder, whatever. Some podcast will do an episode about this, and I'll be vindicated. Or. Oh, you've got an option three. <laughs> of course there's always an option three. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. She comes home one night. Okay. She'd been drinking. Well, all right. Kind of presumptuous on your part, but Is Charlene it? sounds like a drinker. Just saying. Now who's being presumptuous? Uh, and that that mid-century modern dresser that she bought mm-hmm. uh, that's been a little bit wobbly, not Ooh. unlike her Wow. tonight. Wow. She decides she's going to fix it. Okay. And so she goes, she gets her tools out. Right. And she's going to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to unscrew Like this has to be one of those like lag bolts that you can just kind mm. of unscrew it and to level off the self-leveling, self-leveling right. lag bolt, mid-century modern dresser. Turns out it's not one of those. No. Oh no. She can't adjust it. They're just, it's fixed length. Right. Legs. Sure. What, do, she, what, do, what is like, she doing in that case? Like I have. So she has to add a shim. Mm-hmm. I guess what is a, what is an orthopedic shoe but a shim for humans? That's, that's a, completely unrelated. That's deep, buddy. Right, but she's also been drinking a bit. Uh huh. She doesn't want to like do this on an empty stomach, mm. so she makes up some flappies. She got a nice old big short stack, and she, <laughs> nice it, little big short stack. Doesn't matter. Name in high school. She. It occurs to her, two birds and all. She takes one of them flappies, mm-hmm. folds it over on itself, sure. folds it over on itself, mm. folds it over on itself. How many okay. times can a human being fold one piece of paper? Seven. Exactly. That, but for flapjacks, same. And she puts it underneath the back left uh, leg of her mid-century modern dresser. Right. Fixed it, leg dresser. It is now level. Sure. That's good work. She finishes her flappies, mm-hmm. goes to bed. Mm-hmm. But uh oh, she blacked out. Oh no, has no memory of doing this. Wow. And why would she ever notice? Because it's not like that's going to mold or rot. It's a flappy. Do, do I've pan- got a couple of questions. Do pancakes mold or rot? I always eat them before they get to that point, so I don't know. I I mean I'm pretty sure that that answers your question. So they don't then. Good. I'm. You know what? Those are my three solutions, Jeff. What do you have? Well, Matt, it's. I like a lot of your answers, and they are good things to check, but I think the most obvious one is a uh, you're going to want to bring in an, an exorcist <laughs> and make sure that your bedroom is not haunted. A maple syrup exorcist? Because you only get those in Canada. Maybe well, no. Vermont. What you need to check is bring in an exorcist and make sure your bedroom is not being haunted by a Canadian ghost. <laughs> a... A poutine geist, if you will. Uh, hey, Jeff. Hey, Matt. When a Canadian ghost goes to the store, how does he pay? With a boonie. <laughs> there it is. And they always get their coffee from Tim Hauntons. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm? But seriously, bring in an uh, exorcist uh, yeah. and make sure there's no Canadian ghost. Inherited maple syrup urine disease disorder. You're kidding. That's a real thing. Yep. That's a real thing. 
Affects an estimated one in 185,000 infants worldwide, according to the National Institutes of Health. Okay, so just from the name alone. Maple syrup, urine disease. Yep, I want to back up. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you described was when you look at maple wood, you smell maple syrup. No, that is not. The record will state, Your Honor, that I know this because my favorite wood is maple. And because I grew up on Maple Street... Gonna leave that out for now. This is how I know this. Okay. It's not when you look at maple wood, you smell maple syrup. No part of that was ever uttered. I think I made that up in my head. That's right. Okay. Don't make me put you back in the bride cage. Starring Nathan Fillion. Nah. No. Bird? What's his name? Lane. Shit! God damn it. It's kind of like Street. Maple Street. Maple Street. Maple Street. Merle Street. Hi. We're doing great here. Hi. We are professional podcasters. No work. Yeah. No part of that. <laughs> we are podcast dabblers. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I like podcast dabblers. So. Okay. So it's not looking at maple, but it's a urine disorder. So do you think that Charlene mm. maple syrup urine wet the bed? Oh, that's a good question. Well, anyways, uh, I'm going with back leg dresser flappy. Seems like the most reasonable, but an exorcist never hurts. Yeah, it's true. Jeff, what's our next question? Okay. (laughs) Next question, Matt, comes to us from listener Maluk. It's M-M-L-U-K. Yeah, it's fine. Maluk. The subject line of this question is hole behind bathroom tiles. (laughs) Uh, the email goes, morning, number Hi. one. Let's number, a little familiar. Yeah. Let's, we prefer sirs, but, well, or the spackle guys, if, we, yeah, if, we really if you're nasty. That, yeah. uh, <laughs> was wondering if anyone could help me with a bit of advice. There's a hole in my bathroom wall amongst the tiles, which I'm looking to repair. It goes down to brick, but the edge of the wall is extremely dry and dusty. And I'm concerned that anything I used to what? patch it wouldn't stick. It doesn't need to be the neatest job, as I will be tiling back over the hole once it's filled. What the f- Any help would be greatly appreciated. Here's some help. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. We're in a bathroom. Okay. There's tile on the wall. Sure. There's a hole. Yep. In that tile. Yep. Let's say someone took a masonry bit and uh, a rotary hammer- Drilled through that to try and throw a lag bolt in for a floating shelf. And then went, I'm going to move, though. Who cares? Right. That's a very innocent explanation for why there might be a hole in a bathroom wall. Don't want to get into other options. They're concerned that the edges are dry and dusty? Yes. What's the goal here? To cover over it and then replace the tile over top so there is no longer a hole. Great. Get a fucking Tootsie Roll and put it in there. Like, I don't know how big this hole is. Also, the Why are the we so angry at this? added detail of it goes down to brick. Hmm? Yeah. Was this? It goes down to brick, but the edge of the wall is extremely dry and dusty. Is this a brick house? And they went through? <laughs> like, how deep is this hole? How deep is your love? Did you take this fucking bathroom out to the exterior of your house like just through everything so 
I discovered a hole in my house. It goes to bedrock. <laughs> my problem is that the lava men keep getting into my house. Right. Well, I guess, t- yeah, I, I, I was assuming... I was assuming wall. It could be floor, certainly. But why would there be a brick floor in That's your bathroom? Maybe it's a it's maybe it's a patio bathroom. Oh, my Irish uncle. It is such a lazy joke, and it's funny every time. But here's why it's not a lazy joke. He was just a wee little guy. Just putting in extra work doesn't we, make it a better joke. As in pissing. We as in small. There is your double entendre. Thank you for explaining it. So, okay. Well, I mean, there's too many variables. Fair. Here's what I'm going to assume. You don't care if this is a a great job. You just need it to be done so that it looks okay. Right. So you could stuff this with sawdust and and murder secrets. Well, yeah, but unless it's like a, a mystery hole. And you just keep stuffing sawdust in it, and Ooh. nobody knows where it goes. Oh, and then Nicholas Cage will find it in 30 years and say, Honey, do you want to know who killed JFK? What? It's the ending of The Rock. So, just take whatever size thing. Like, What's, what's that principle of balloons? No, hang on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Gas will fill up any... Yeah, what, space. Any... Any any container. Yeah, that it's in. Yeah. That, but material. Just shove something in there. Right. Just to you, stop You started with Tootsie Roll. That was your one answer. You needed to just stick Look, with I it. Just, I'm flabbergasted here. Stuff the hole uh-huh. and make it level with the rest of the tile. Uh-huh. But, hey, they say, and I'm going to tile over it? Yes. Be- <laughs> Look. Look. Tile. Are- tile. They're, they're discrete units. You don't tile over. Like paint, you don't tile over like drywall mud. There, you are. Does everyone gives a shit about the rules? There are tiles. They come in sizes. You can't just throw it. I'm just gonna tile over it. Like I'm picturing a like a one inch. Like I'm picturing like a, a quarter sized hole. And sure. they go, Oh, I'll just tile over that. And they just put like a five by five inch tile, and they just slap it on top of that and tape it such that they can mud it on either side. And then they've got it, like, uh-huh. ad- adhered to the other town. I'm like, oh, no, I just tiled over. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Well, see, that's. I think that's the first real question that we need to answer is how big is this hole? Yeah. Is it, like you said, did somebody drill in a lag bolt? Is it, you know, like, was a pipe removed? Or, like, is is this a Kool-Aid man situation? <laughs> <laughs> Where the Kool-Aid man was trying to bust out of your bathroom you and know, ran into the brick wall I and have, stopped. So every job I go on now for handyman work, I have an app that just it's it's simplified. So you can try and estimate the number of hours and the hmm. amount of costs. And they tried to base it on the hospital where you go in and it's just like point to the picture, sure, like which face, how much pain are you in, right? And it's just what like size damage did you do? And it it goes from mouse to Kool Aid Man. And every time they point to that one, I go, Oh yeah, I'm getting paid. Uh-huh. Of Mice and Kool-Aid Men was my favorite. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> A thousand times fuck you. Steinbeck. I want to tend the fruit punch. <laughs> uh, so, listen, it, 
level it off. Right. And I mean, if you're no, retiling, fucking... you're going to have far bigger problems than a quarter sized hole. Like you're, you're tearing down some walls. At Remove that the tile that it's in, get a replacement and put it back. You can't tile over it. Right. That, yeah, you have I mean, to just, take the whole thing out just, and then replace it. Right. Thanks. Maluk. Maluk. Next question. Oh, we got time for one more? We got one more. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, this one's coming from an anonymous listener. Click after furnace turns off. Hi, I have this loud noise coming from underneath my home after the furnace turns on. That's weird. It just turns off in the subject line. Well. Well, it turns on. I live in a manufactured home. I moved in four months ago and it just started happening. It is only in one spot, right underneath my bed, of course, and it sounds almost like a grandfather clock. Why, of course? Whoa, okay. Hang on. What could be causing this? No. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Read that again. The entire thing? Just the part about the Uh, grandfather clock, of course. It is only in one spot, right underneath my bed, of course, and it sounds almost like a grandfather clock. What could be causing this? So it's vaguely racist and asks why you didn't go to war. <laughs> it just keeps it keeps calling your generation lazy and right, entitled. Yeah, entitled. Now, all right. Just some some clarification. Manufactured home that it it so it depends both on the company and the in the in the part of the country you're in. For some people, manufactured this is sort of like bubbler versus water fountain. Manufactured home for some people is a mobile home. Right. Manufactured home for other people is a like a cheap, uh, uh, commercially produced, like single family home. Yes. But it's it's like it's versus like a a, a custom made or even versus you know just like a, a contracted home. Uh, it's it's from a plan and it's repeatable. And it's cheap, and the materials are lowest cost, but you have a home. Like mm-hmm. You have a house. From right. It. So not knowing which of these it is, it's like, it, like it's modular. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Modular building yes. Versus, yes. versus mobile home. Right. Both of those can, can qualify as, as manufactured. manufactured home. So let's treat this first as mobile home. Okay. Okay. Did you park over a grandfather clock? Which... That's easy to answer. The harder question to answer is, did you park over a grandfather clock graveyard? Ooh. Now, hang on. Did you murder your grandfather? Mm. Then, in your newly acquired mobile home, park over him, and you are continually reminded of the crime you committed. Right. The the telltale grandfather clock under the bed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Poe workshopped his right. his well, yeah. short stories. <laughs> yes, it was the first one was, was just awkward. Well, and if you live in a mobile home, there's just one short story. It's like eight feet. Uh, so the, 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 but the original question was something about turning on the furnace? Uh, the sound only happens after the tur- the furnace either either turns off or turns on. Okay. So uh, going to the other side of this, the modular house. Mm-hmm. Part of it, and uh, if if we're treating the furnace as as not electric but gas, there's a possibility here, like a, a genuine possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
picture uh, when you like when you have a when you use a propane grill. Wait, I'm picturing a polar bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Was one of the characters on Lost? Was his name Faraday? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Faraday. Okay, so that's a Faraday cage. Yes. There you go. Well. It. I mean, I mean. It, did he ever end up in the polar bear cage? Because that's a Faraday cage. Then. He did not end up in the polar bear cage. Someone referred to him, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Modular <laughs> house with gas <clears throat> heating. Yes. Okay. Uh, if he turns on the furnace, it could be that he has a bad pilot light. The pilot light ah. is, of course, a pilot who got fired from the airlines. Right. Who shows up, smokes, and every time you need him, you just shout down and you go, Hey, Gary, turn the fucking thing on. He goes, all right. And then he smokes and he lights the propane mm-hmm. such that your house is heated. Well, or, I mean, it's important to give to give those pilots work. Yeah, actually. Or. Okay. Uh, his job has been taken over by robots. Mm. And instead, it's a button. Right. And just like on your propane grill, uh, when you, uh, you, you, know, you twist open your propane to let the gas flow. Uh, you open one burner and then you press your uh, little clicker, and it goes the the ignition button. Hot and fresh out of the kitchen. That could be what's happening here. Is that there is a disconnect because it's just a spark, right? And the like cheap materials or settling land or something. The distance between where that spark starts and ends could have been. Increased mm-hmm. or shifted. Something Maybe. could have been shifted. It's the same concept as a spark plug. Yeah, exactly. So you need to get under there. As as we always advocate, you got to get in there. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. Just get in there. Yep. And see if, uh, like, I know this is going to sound counterintuitive, and also, Your Honor, I am not uh, legally responsible for you doing what I'm about to recommend. Mm-hmm. Go under your house where that point of spark ignition happens. Why do you have think someone... that that's under the house? Well, Where do you think furnaces live? Jeff, if you're going to light a fire in the fireplace, yes. how do you do it? Do you light a fire at the top or do you light a fire at the bottom? You... Oop. Oop. Tell me how you get to the top of your fireplace. Well, obviously, you crawl down the chimney. <laughs> the top of your fireplace, not your chimney, asshole. Well, the top of your fireplace is where the flue there's is. There's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. That's why you light it at the bottom. Same thing with the house. <laughs> heat <laughs> rises. So you light the heat at the lowest point. So why is this so hard for you? In a in a modular home or a trailer. No, we're on we're a modular house now. This is not a trailer. We already answered it for trailer. Okay. You think that the furnace is just strapped up underneath? No, they dig a hole. Oh. A furnace hole. <laughs> yes, they dig the furnace hole. <laughs> so you got to get under that to make sure that that that, that light spark uh, conversion is happening. Why is this so hard for you? The light spark conversion in the furnace hole mm-hmm. has to be happening. I'm pretty sure you wrote in your vows to Sister Lydia. So, so, uh. Now, I haven't worked on a lot of uh, modular homes. Is there, like, an access tunnel provided? 
You got to dig one. You got to dig your own tunnel. Well, I mean, there's one initially, but usually any crew that's worth its salt is going to fill that in because they don't want anyone coming in to check kind of what kind of shitty work they did. You look like you have questions. <laughs> so, is this just a, a dirt-lined hole, or is this like a, a finished hole? It doesn't what? have to be. What is a finished hole? Hang on. <laughs> well, like, is it a, is well, it a furnace-sized basement? Tell me, Mr. Trump, what does a finished hole look like to you, aristocrat? I was just saying, is it like cement block-lined? Or is it just a dirt hole in the ground? Oh, I see. You're, you're talking vertical. Not not the tunnel that goes to it. Well, well, no. That's why I asked about the hole and not the tunnel. If I had been asking about the tunnel, I would have said tunnel. See, that's that's my problem. I'm, you know how like the Inuit have 36 words for snow, which has been wildly disproved? I have but one word for thing in ground through which you travel. Oh, right. And really, what's a tunnel but a hole across a long distance? What is a table but a bench? Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Objection, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like some kind of like early 70s Soviet spy. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? <laughs> Objection, you dick. Here's the documents. <clears throat> what I'm saying is, your grill... It goes click, 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 click. Yes. Sometimes that click, 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 that means you got that spark plug is bad. Right. So change your house to spark plug and you're fine. And for a mobile home, rotate the tires as well while you're doing that. Yeah, you might as well. Just makes sense. Alternatively, if you're listening to this, what was the anonymous listeners? Yeah. Uh, get your Christmas tree. Oh. Dig a sub hole. Under the furnace hole? Mm-hmm. Okay. Put your Christmas tree there. Mm-hmm. Burn it. Ooh. That will light the pilot light for your furnace. Problem solved. Yep. Burn it furnace. Burn it furnace. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a quick sanity check kind of answer here. Uh, it might just be the ducts expanding and contracting after hot air has been flowing through them. Why and the you? reason you're only noticing Why? this after four months is because it's cold now. Just throwing that out there. Ducts. Okay. Son of a bitch. 100. Look, I want to. Look, we have a lot of fun here. 1000% thought you were building toward a joke about a flock of mallards expanding and contracting and something about, like, the feet below the surface. I had no idea. Nope, just talking about heating ducts. L I B M R heating ducts. There's a joke for all you Southern listeners. Jeff, we are approaching the end of, well, everything. Nope. Uh, that's a dark turn before we do uh i want to make sure jeff do you know what time it is what time is it matt jeff it's time for the invoice minute oh is it that's that's the thing you say it's time time for the invoice minute yeah it's whatever usually we do the invoice minute in the middle of the question jeff shut up uh the invoice minute is our chance to catch up on uh getting our bills paid which we are very woefully very bad. by the way we are hiring can't pay you but if uh you're great at enforcing um uh if making sure that people pay us then we will hire you to do that and mention you on the podcast not pay you not pay you at all. you make sure that people pay us we don't pay you 
And so don't enforce what, that on us. We'll get you. We'll give you first rights of refusal to whatever you find in the furnace hole. Yeah. The treasure of the furnace hole. The, tr- mm. the Hardy Boys and the treasure of the furnace <laughs> hole. <laughs> Thanks, Indiana. Where else are you going to find that kind of offer? In the Invoice Minute, we try and collect some bills from people, uh, what we have done jobs for, but they ain't pay. I mean, it, that's... That is what it says on our business cards, but that was just because I was out of town and didn't get to edit. Pay that graphic designer so much. Uh, First up, Mr. Griswold, uh, we're looking for $475 for installing a new circuit breaker over the Christmas holiday, and that's with overtime. Mr. Bailey, $1,022 for reinforcing the safe at the old building and loan. Mr. Ralphie... $18 $18 for a custom gun rack. Ooh, that was a nice gun rack we made. And, of course, Mr. Kaufman for services rendered. This has been the Invoice Minute. Maybe the quickest one we've ever done. That Jeff? Impressive. Wasn't it, though? Uh, I would offer that we have probably no time left Wow. for another question. No, I don't think we got time for Which another question. Which is unfortunate question. because, I mean, as you know, that, that brings us to the end of the show. Oh, wait, but does it? <sighs> no, we can just, I mean, if we're out of time. We could just, you know, I wrap will let up. let this go and just record in perpetuity <laughs> until I am satisfied, sir, your honor. I object, you dick, or whatever that was. Is that, that right? That is it. Objection, your dick. So you're filibustering our own podcast. Mm-hmm. Son of a bench. Jeff, what's the, what is it that all the. Hey, Matt. No. You shut up. Jeff, what is the segment that oh, all, you're going to make me say it. That all the kids clamor out for on this podcast. Well, usually it's, uh, they usually just clamor out for um, cereal, but that was, they, they're, a different they think podcast, they're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the segment that none of the kids clamor out for. Is hardware you're hard for. Hardware you're hard for. That's correct, Jeff. This is where I highlight uh, some tool or hardware or technology that can help you do your job a little bit better out there on the construction site or home or bank robbery or Hardee's drive-thru. No, we got to stop. We've got to stop giving advice about bank robberies. Abandoned porta potty on Route 33. See that? I hid the legend of Curly's gold there. Nicholas Cage. He was definitely not in that movie. I'm saying, like, in my mind, uh, at the end of The Rock, when he and his wife, newly married, they just went around, like, uncovering all the mysteries. So they started with JFK in that church in Kansas, and they're like, what happened to Curly Gold? You're talking about The Rock, the Michael Bay film that happened on Alcatraz with Sean Connery? What happened at the end of that, Jeff? I married the prom queen. Yeah, and what do they do? I don't know. I thought that was the end the of the movie. The last scene of that movie is them getting chased out of a church where... Uh, I can't remember his name. I can't. Mason, uh, Sean Connery's character, says he hid the secret of who killed JFK in the front left leg of the pew, the third pew in that church in Kansas, and they... Go track it down, and he's like, he basically like, takes a hollow leg out of that church pew, and he's driving away, and the priest is running after him, and he yells at him, 
And he looks at it. Well, it's, it's microfish. And he looks at it in the sun. And he goes, honey, do you want to know who killed JFK? A lot of questions. First one I'm starting with. Did you call it microfish? Yeah, it's like tiny fish. They spell out words? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What else you got, asshole? Uh, so does this mean, admittedly, it's been a long time since I saw The Rock. Is The Rock a prequel to the National Treasure movies? Oh, my God, it might be. That's what I'm saying, is that Nicolas Cage's whole career after this is about solving mysteries. Huh. Including the mystery of how did I lose $200 million? Oops, shouldn't have bought all those sarcophagi. Anyway, Jeff, shut up. Sarcophagi, haunted houses, dinosaur bones. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Nicholas Bride Cage. David M., we're coming back for you. Nicholas Faraday Cage, who? Hang on. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Nicholas Faraday Cage. I also feel the need to explain to you what a Faraday Cage is. I know what a Faraday Cage is. Go ahead. It's a Doritos bag. You got it. Yeah. That's it. That's... Fuck you. Yeah. I'm right. I saw Enemy Not of the bad. State. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the way that you stated that. Like, clearly, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm aware of I things. saw Enemy of the State, and I accepted it, mm-hmm. is the thing. Matt, uh, how many times do you would you say you've seen The Rock? Like straight up. The movie. Like, it just it blocks, like, electromagnetic fields. Yeah, okay, it. yeah, got, got it. it. Ah, boom. Just making sure, because, mm-hmm. yep. like, an electrified Faraday cage is kind of not a, not a thing, really. Well, no, you just electrify the outside. <laughs> do I need to explain this to you again? Hardware, you're hard for. Just, just let's go to the, the hardware. Jeff? How did we get here? Do we have a commercial? We do have a commercial. Yeah, you remembered. Now. Fuck you. That's the professionalism roller coaster I'm you take now. me on every you, you week. You go ahead and take care. I'm going to drink the rest of this wine. Pinot Noir not. What? Was that a Pinot Why not? Mm-hmm. No, why not? I'm gonna... Not my problem, asshole. <laughs> this is your problem. <laughs> Get on it. <sighs> Pino P.S. There you go. P.S. P.S. Noir. P.S. to resistance. Ooh. Yeah, see? P.S. to the dress. Ooh. Pino P.S. to the dress. Pino I Love You. Starring Gerard Butler and Hilary Swank. Huh. No idea what movie you're talking about. P.S. Noir I Love You. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that best of file I've been working on? <laughs> Whew. Well, Matt, uh, continuing the the trend from a couple of months ago now, uh, because we haven't been releasing a lot of podcasts, we're not getting a lot of uh, ads sent in. So uh, last episode, I started trying to come up with uh brands and products that we would like to advertise if somebody would just invent them. Um, So this week, uh, the product that we would like to advertise for, and here's your commercial, even before you make the product, so you're welcome, is uh, I want a kitchen floor covering that will also protect you from soul-sucking wraiths. That is the sound they make, actually. 
so it's a so this is uh this is going to make your kitchen actually dementor proof and we're just you can this is the name that we're going to give you for free so you can advertise on our show once it's created why is this the worst part of the segment <laughs> that the thing i say should be the worst thing that we inflict on people and yet somehow you are about to do that and i applaud you sir expecto paternolium <laughs> It's payback is what this part of the segment is. This is just me getting the floor for a minute to just Literally, throw it back in your face. But right. it's the linoleum. Yeah, yeah. Well, petroleum. Petroleum. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, maybe the name is a little off. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you know how there's haberdashers? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Um, no you, bullshit. No looking up. Nope. Nope. Are you referring like specifically to hat making no. haberdashers or just the general men's clothing haberdashers? Okay. So this is what I was going to ask you. Define for me what a haberdasher is. Because a milliner Ooh. is someone who makes hats. Oh, I did not know that. So the thing that you're saying, you fucking lepton, is not accurate. Okay. I don't know why I think a haberdasher is a hat store. Because it sounds like a hat. I thought that too. Huh. Uh, a haberdasher, a haberdashery is just a, it's not a general goods store, but it's a just a uh, clothing store. And I believe it's for men only. Well, for men, men's clothes. Was, yeah. Not. You're going to like. It's not like you, a. Yeah. Right. No, no women allowed club kind of thing, but they sell men's clothes. I mean, it's it's. It, I, I'm sure it, like all things, start probably started with misogyny. Well, listen, if you're going to open a store and call it a haberdashery, yeah, then you're probably a little bit of a misogynistic trash. Also, why don't you call it? Hang on, misogyny, misterogyny. No, misterogyny is a, a religion that I started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, a haberdasher, they do. Sort of a tailor, just kind of just take it at that. Okay, a, a tailor who, not just like, like a, a tailor is someone who adjusts clothes. A haberdasher is someone who sells tailored clothes, but can also kind of like sell seams and hmm. and zippers and all kinds of. My other tailor things. is named Tim. Boy, the tool man. He's a tailor. I hope a, I hope Nicholas Cage rides in on an emaciated electrified polar bear and eats your face off. So, haberdashers. Haberdashers, yes. I was in one. Okay. You don't need to know why. I feel like I But I got inspired! Uh, As I was being dressed down and dressed up. Wait, (laughs) Dressed. No, they were verbally dressing uh, me down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then they were dressing me up. I don't know like, why you keep going back to that place. You're fat. Your toes are weird. You'd be like, I know, but thanks for making my pants fit. Um, but I was looking at the ceiling, averting the gaze of the expert in front of me, obviously. And I got inspired 
Jeff. I want to enter the clothing business. I want to be sartorially involved with you. Hmm. So I'm offering you a partnership. Okay. I don't know how to sew. I don't know how to do much of anything. This is true. Yeah. I can't tailor things to do. I can't even, like, build things to spec. Like, there's no... Yeah, right. I'm not precise. But I can cover up imperfections, especially where one thing meets another. Mm, Interesting. Right. Yeah. So, what I want to do is prey on vulnerable... I really... I regret everything, too, here. But it's a business plan. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the hardware, what I am excited for, is gown molding, which is where we wait for prom season, and we go out and and like as people are shopping for prom dresses and tuxes and things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we go, oh, gross! You're just gonna go like that without like without anything in the middle. Wow. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so then we offer like chair rails. Mm. But kind of as belts. Wainscotting waistcoats. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, it's, you know, white primed MDF and pine. Yep. The cost is low. That's right. And it can be like quarter round. It doesn't have to be fancy. No, indeed. And we, I mean, we still nail gun it to them. Well, you have to. Yeah. How and I mean, really, what is a seam but a butt joint? Ooh. Hang on. What is a workbench? But a table. Right. What is a scene but a butt joint? Right. What is a Nicolas Cage but a time-traveling investigator? Where's the time travel coming from? Don't worry about it. Anything, something, something, gown molding. That's the hardware I'm hard for. Gown molding. Nailed it. I With a nail gun. That's right. Ha. Ha. You're going to nail the way you look. No. I, what? I guarantee. <laughs> no, we do, we do not guarantee We do not guarantee no, it no, at all. <laughs> no. Not you, that is doing. not legally binding. Jeff, let's wrap up. I want to thank y'all from, you know what, not the bottom. Oh. I want to thank y'all from the furnace hole of my heart for listening to this episode, the first of 2018, and our roaring comeback, calling it now. Uh, you can check out the show page at spackleguys.com, where you can investigate all kinds of archives. You can subscribe. There, there's, there's only one kind of archive, though, right? Well, our archive, yeah. Uh, our no, uh, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, we're not we're we're brand agnostic. You do you do you, whatever works. That's right. Uh, you can tweet us at Spacklegeist on Twitter. Uh, you can also use the hashtag Spacklegeist to include your questions. If you happen to know, I guess either one of our numbers, you can text us a question during the show, and we might. Uh, answer it mm-hmm. that we, we've proven that That's i mean fine. we're not going to give out our numbers but if you know them yeah, or can guess them yeah yeah go for it i mean fucking why not um other than that jeff what's the very best way that they can get in touch with us the very best way to get in touch with us is to just send us an email um at spacklegeist at gmail.com and we know that's a little hard to spell so that's spacklegeist at gmail g-m-a-i-l dot com Got it. Uh, I don't know that there's anything else we can share with the audience that they won't already uh, either know, appreciate, or ignore. So, Jeff, take us out. What is it we always say? How much money do I have to pay you to get you to never say the furnace hole of my heart again? (laughs) More money than you have, friend.
I'm Matt. He's Jeff. You've been great. And this has been Spackle Guys 194. Keep him pilot lights burning. What? Or we will be down to melt the polar bears. What is happening? I'm just really concerned that they figured out how to open the Coca-Colas. And I, I don't, know. I know we, could... we really needed to come back. Why not that. cans? Oh, you think it'd be easier for them to open cans? It'd be easier for us. Thank <laughs> you.